Okay, I'm really excited about today's episode because I've been trying to get these guys together for at least a month, and we all are so busy uh, that it's taken a while to get us all on the same schedule. So today, I have Drop Squad, me, Sandy, Kat, and Mikkel, and we all talk about working out and Drop Squad and um, how it's changed our bodies and our minds and our lives and uh, what we enjoy about it, what we don't enjoy about it. And Mikkel gives some tips about working out too, but he's also offered to answer any questions from any of my listeners. So if you have any questions about working out or working out with a trainer or maybe your you know, physical fitness, uh, you can email me at wifeotp.com and uh, just email a question to me or to Mikkel and we'll do another follow-up episode asking uh, or answering all your questions, which I thought was really generous of him because he is very, very busy. And um, Mikkel Jenkins is the trainer and he trains like Olympic beach volleyball players. That's his clientele. And then he, he trains people like me who had an injury and are recovering from an injury. And Sandy had an injury and Kat had an injury. We all had uh, injuries and he has gotten us. I mean, I think I'm in the best physical shape of my life. It's really been transformative. So I've been dying to get Drop Squad together to talk about Drop Squad. And uh, we had some timing issues in the beginning where Kat was on time and then Mikkel was a little late and then Sandy was a little late, but it had taken me so long to get us all scheduled. I didn't want to just cancel and move it. So please be patient as the people join the podcast. They'll all be there at some point and we have great chat. So thanks for coming back every week. Thank you for all your emails. I, like I said, I don't necessarily get to answer all of them, but I do read all of them and I really appreciate all your kind words and even your constructive criticisms, please keep them coming. And thank you so much, everybody who sent such nice messages about my family. Um, that's so nice. You know, it's so easy, I think, these days to, to just send nasty stuff. Some people just find it easy to be nasty. And I just, I'm so, I'm so grateful that people just send positive things about my family, especially. I don't care if you don't like me or my podcast, but when my kids are on uh, and all I hear back is just good stuff, that's really, really heartwarming. So thank you very much for being um, big fans of my kids. I'm big fans of my kids too. Um, so uh, yeah. So anyway, thank you for coming back every week. I hope you enjoy this episode and please email, email me those questions for Mikkel. I'm dying to hear what you want to ask. Um, enjoy the episode. I rode my bicycle past your window last I worked out this morning. You did? Yeah. And it was all about those fucking seven pound weights again. So my arms are like, yesterday I couldn't even, 
I had an itchy back and I couldn't, <laughs> they hurt so much. I know. The seven is a big difference to step up from a five pound to a seven. It's, it's really, a, is. really big. I know the first day he had me do that, the next day I couldn't move. And I yeah, thought yeah. it's only two pounds. Why is it well, that? It's four pounds. But I mean, per arm. Yeah, but it's a lot. Um, and then yesterday, Sherry broke her toe. <gasps> she did? Yeah. How so did she do that? She walks around the house with bare feet. I, I don't know how she does it. I mean, I live in those Chrysler slippers that you gave me. <laughs> and I hear this, ow, ow, shit, ow, ow. And, yeah, the, the little toe was just Ooh. like that. And Ooh. she pushed it back in. Oh, my goodness gracious. She went to the product, but you know what? She did the B-Squad this morning. She did with a broken toe. So what is it about? What is it? Is it the people that work out with Mikkel or the people we know that work out with, with Mikkel that have this like uh, this like do it or die? Well, I mean, I have not missed a single session unless I was on the road with Bert since I started last December, not one. Me either. I will not miss one unless I have to work. Unless it's for work, right? No, they're like, I don't feel like it today. I don't feel good. I mean, they're older, but they're not older than Sherry. And the only time Sherry misses it is if she has to go to work. To work, right. Yeah. But Um, what is it, do you think, about this group of people? Nobody misses. I don't know. I like the results, and I like the way it makes me feel. But they, you know, I mean, they're in another world. I mean, they're just, like, out of it. No, but you're talking about B-Squad, right? But with Drop Squad, Sandy's never missed. No. I mean, we just don't. don't No, I think, well, you guys, particularly, your bodies have changed, like, 180. Mine kind of stay the same because I've always worked out with him longer and I still eat like a pig. I don't follow his diet. But you guys, your bodies have really changed. So I think you have a bigger motivation to keep it up. Right. Well, I know when I started working out with him, um, my whole goal was to be stronger. I, I was having a hard time standing up from the dryer. Like I put clothes in the dryer and I'd have to pull myself up. And I was like, okay, that's pathetic. Like you can't stand up by your unassisted from the dryer. That's pathetic. Now you need to go get some help. That's, you just can't, I, I, I do not accept that for myself anymore. So. And, and then remember how you pulled yourself up that tree not that long ago? Yes, I did. I was falling out of a tree and I caught myself and caught myself and then pulled myself up. And I kept going, I can't believe I just did that. I can't believe I just did that. And before the dryer thing hit me, we took, we take our girls to my dad's lake house every summer. And there's this big rope swing that swings from the bank, uh, hangs from a tree and you swing out over the lake and drop into the lake. And oh, I was so afraid. Country. <laughs> that is so country. I grew up doing those rope, we call them rope swings, uh, my whole childhood. And then when it was time for me to take my girls on one, I was afraid I couldn't hold my body weight enough to not like hit the ground. So, I, and then I came home and couldn't stand up from the dryer. And I was like, oh, I'm done. I'm done. I have to get my strength back. I can't believe I've lost that much strength. Not to mention 
you know, I, I've really gained, I've lost 15 pounds. I've gained five pounds back from the 20 that I originally lost. And Mikhail told me he thought about half of that was probably muscle because my muscles are so much more um, significant than they were when we started. But I'm not eating what he told me either, by the way. I haven't since like August. And I feel like if I'm eating whatever I want and I'm staying at 15 pounds lighter than before, I'm cool with that because I'm really happy. I'm happy. I'm enjoying my life. Yeah. Before, I mean, it was okay to eat lean protein and greens, but after a certain amount of time, I was like, oh my God, I cannot have another version of an arugula salad. I mean, I just can't do it another day. I need a piece of bread. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I kind of eat what I want. I I do. I mean, but I haven't lost as much weight as you guys. I mean, Sandy is like zero body fat suddenly. I know. Suddenly, but since she started, but I knew that you guys would get along really well because, you know, he's really hard. Like, to get people in, he's 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 so busy. He's he just seems crap. really busy. He's you know he does his Olympic teams and then he's got these, you know the tubs. You've never met the tubs, but I have never met the tubs. I've heard lots about the tubs. And you know, is that their their name? No. Oh, it's just what you fat. They're just fat, so I call them the tubs. <laughs> I was gonna say, I hope they're not listening. <laughs> the random son of the tubs is like they're talking about you on this podcast. Okay. No, they're 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 like obese, and they've been going to him for years, and they never lose weight. But he never yells at them the way he does us. I wonder why. I don't know because I guess he's just I don't know. Like the mother's a therapist, and he loves her, but she's fat too. The 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 husband's a trumper. And, you know, he would hang out and talk to us and he'd be like, you better leave because these women hate you. And I'd be like, oh, God, he said that, not me. <laughs> well, I cannot appreciate, I tell you and Sandy when she gets here, how much I appreciate um, helping me get in with him. Because for people who don't know, Mikel is a trainer, obviously a personal trainer. He trains several Olympic beach volleyball players, like really elite athletes. And, um, and I think he, another, at least from what I've devised, another specialty of his is, um, rehabbing people with injuries. Right. And he likes people who are older. He tends to like people who are, uh, I mean, I've not, I don't think I've seen anybody in their twenties except for his son's friends and the beach volleyball players. Yeah, that's right. He does like, he does. Well, that's how I got Sandy in because she remember she had that frozen shoulder and she really couldn't move. And I knew that he could help her. And he did. And he did. And then you were complaining that you had to do a TV show or something. I think it was when you were doing The Cabin. Is that right? It was before The Cabin. But really, I had... So The Cabin filmed in January. But before that, in June or July, I had been going to see a chiropractor for well over a year for a lower back injury. I injured my back. That's right. That's right. And I kept saying to Sandy when she was getting results from her shoulder, if he will see me, please, because my chiropractor had said, I've kind of done all I can. At this point, it's muscular. You have to build the muscle around that joint or it's just going to keep popping out. So when she started getting all the success with her shoulder, I was like, please, please, please. So the motivation was twofold. I wanted to lose weight and then I wanted to really fix my back. And I just have almost no problem. I mean, like almost no problem with my back. It's an odd, rare moment. And and it's really just discomfort. It's not pain and it goes away 
really he's quickly. amazing. He's amazing. I knew, but I knew you guys would get along because you're both from the South. Yes. I knew that. So I just had to wait for the right moment to kind of like, I, I got him when he was a bit vulnerable. I'm like, oh, you know, you're really going to like her. And and he was just like, oh, you know, okay. And then, you know. And Sandy went to Vietnam and so I took her spot as a tryout. Yeah. And I tried out one day. I knew the first day, I knew the first day he and I would really get along. Um I know exactly who that guy is. I grew up with that guy. He's yeah. exactly the guys I grew up with. So, and I think he probably, I don't know, maybe feels the same way about me. I think he does. Yeah, I think he does. I think so we he, have a shortcut in language too. Yeah, you do. He doesn't reveal much about himself, but you know, you, you somehow understand it. I mean, yeah, I do. Know, it's, it's a weird thing. But the workouts are really amazing. And when I tell my 31-year-old assistant that I'm doing tuck jumps with, like, weights in my hand, he's like, that's really hard. <laughs> Shit. I'm 58 and I'm jumping around like like you do. He's like, I don't do that. He goes I know. To the gym and he's like, that's really, really hard. I'm it is like, really hard. Really hard. It's impressive, the stuff that we do. I'm impressed with myself. Yeah. Not to sound braggy or anything, but he'll he'll say, we're going to do this exercise where you, and I, I will go, I will say to him, I'm, I, I actually can't do that. I, there's no way. And then I'll be able to do it. So he knows my body better than I do. Yeah. I can do exactly what he, and I'm like, I can't believe I, I can't believe I did that. I will never tell him I can't do anything. Even though I look at it, I'm like, I can't do that. But if I say, <laughs> can't do that you know what's gonna happen (laughs) it's gonna be like I don't want to hear that I know I mean and he does that with with the b squad who are like in their 70s and let me tell you it is not easy and they complain more but they do it he doesn't want to hear it did he did he manage to get in I don't think so I don't know here he is Mikkel Hello. Hello. I figured it out. <laughs> you, you're the Zoom wizard. No, 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 no. Uh, no, no, no. No, I am not. <laughs> I will not take that. No. I have kids. They <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I got stuck. I was like, oh my God, I do not know what's going on. But How do I get in this thing? Thank it. you for coming. Sure. We were just talking about how hard our workouts are. We were just singing your praises about how you fixed Sandy's shoulder and how I came to you for my back and how Kat had to wait for the right moment to tell you you're going to love Leanne and then you just love Leanne. (laughs) These are all all facts. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. I knew that you guys would really get along. All I had to say was she's from the South. Right. Yeah. Okay. To her credit. Um, I was like, so what does that mean? Because there's all kinds of stuff, you know what I mean? But to her credit, she spoke very highly of you. She oh. said she's not a quitter, she's gonna work hard. I was like, I don't think I've ever had a woman speak that well of another woman. Aw, um, well, that is we're, we're very close, our, our women group, we really support each other. For you know, sure. You always do. And th- that's what's great about us, actually. Even it with actually, yes. The B squad, too. And I don't call them B because they're lesser than us. But hey, 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 hey. The, other, the reason I call them the B squad is because it 
uh, is our friend Bea. So right. I just call it the Bee Squad because it, it's akin to her name. Right, right. But um, yeah, <laughs> that's why yeah. we call it the Bee Squad. No, I think we are a unique group of women. Uh, uh, Kat and I were talking about that earlier. I asked the question, why is it all these women in this group? I have never missed a, missed a session unless I was on the tour bus. Sure. Sandy has never missed a session. We've never. Do you know I haven't been sick since I started working out with you? I haven't Facts. even had a cold. Facts. And I would get sick probably two or three times a year. Really? Yep. And I, I haven't even gotten a cold. Nothing. It's the truth. And to the point where, like, delivery guys are walking behind you, plumbers, like... <laughs> The girls, man. Oh, yeah, I'm here yesterday. The it's, inspector. It's, it's, oh. it's, it's an interesting thing. But I, I, I appreciate that commitment. It's rare. I think. Is it really rare? It's extremely rare. And, and here's the thing people love to say what they want. That's the new thing. Oh, I, I would give anything. And then the opportunity to actually get it comes. They're not really interested in the process. Mm. They just want to be entitled to shit. Like they want to have a body. Of someone who works hard consistently, who doesn't miss, they want that body, but they want to miss, they want to eat whatever they want. It's just like, it's just hard. So like to get a, a group of women, especially with the way the demands that are placed on you guys, just unconsciously, to get a group of women who, who are that committed, like all three of you, it's, uh, I've been doing this for a long time. I, it's rare. It's it's top two percent. I have elite athletes. They don't miss. Right. Yeah. No, they, they don't miss. They don't miss. No. They don't miss. They don't but miss. you have a lot of clients that when we used to come to the pit, I would see. Well, the tubs. We call them the tubs. I, I don't know what their name is, but they have uh, years. Yeah. And then I would see like Linda, the older lady. She's yeah. much older. She's you and know she. She endures it. I mean, there are a lot of people. I, I don't know, but I see a lot, not of, a lot people. of people. I, I've just been fortunate enough to weed out. You're running into people who I, who I, uh, who we've decided to go on this journey with. Like I, you know, who I am. Like I, I basically um, try to make you quit the first month. Do you really? Is that what you do? You try to make somebody yes. quit the first month. I, yeah, I, do you remember all the breakdowns? I, I set the standard. Oh, I did have several breakdowns. I forgot. I forgot yeah, no, you had breakthroughs. You had breakthroughs. We've had no breakdowns. We've had breakthroughs. No, I didn't really have any breakdown. That is true. I that just got the entire 30-minute drive home, but whatever. Yeah. You broke through, though. You know, that's a breakthrough. You're going to have to go through some shit. I, I love going through that with someone. I'm talking about, like, a lot of people in L.A. like to say they have trainers, and that's real cool. Mm. <laughs> you know, to tell your girlfriend you got a trainer. That's super, whatever. I'm not that guy. I don't want to be that guy. What I'm interested in is far greater than that. I, I want to have an experience. That's my life. Like, people are, they don't really think about it like that. But you got hours in your life. Mm. And then that's it. It's not a product. You can't sell it. It's your hour. Yeah. So when people are like, I can't leave this job. I can't afford to leave this job. I'm making $9 an hour. That's your life. You've decided that that hour in your life is worth nine dollars. Right. You just gotta really think about that. Because what you're giving that person 
is your hour. This isn't like a pair of sneakers and I got 300 pair back there and I'm gonna give you a discount on these I can lose here and pick up there. It's like the hour was up. So I don't, I don't want to share an hour of my life with anyone that isn't trying to, that isn't on some sort of journey. Yeah. Because it's not about the money. It's about like, I love watching women fall into men as well, into their most powerful state. Because then they do their most powerful things. And I get to be in the background watching it happen. I've, I've watched marriages come together. I've watched marriages come apart. I think you do a little more than watch. Well, yeah. Yeah. You do. You I mean, I have to say, in all the workouts we've done, we have never done the same thing twice. Never. No. Ever. I no. mean, that right, there, that right there is the sauce. That right there. That's the sauce. Is, is, is a strip. Hey, listen, I'm going to take that. That's a huge compliment to the work we put in. And don't right. mention no machines. No, no, no machines. machines. So I'm not like going, you go sit down over there, then you can stand over here and sit there. You can sit there. And then we're going to do that for 30 minutes. No. It's amazing. It's amazing. I know that you write it down and you tailor it for us. And it's amazing that, you know, that I'm sure there are some trainers that are just like, you know. Some trainers. Let's just be perfectly honest. <laughs> most trainers. Yeah, most trainers. They said it Because you just put the shit on the wall yeah. and then you make everybody do the same thing. And it's like, you're, they're getting paid. Now, I'm not hating on boot camps. But because a lot of trainers make a lot of money doing those things. But is it the best thing for the individual? Right. And here's what I say to you. Would you go to a boot camp doctor? Would you go to a boot camp beautician? Would you have her doing nine heads at one time? And you just, you know, you know, as long as it looks kind of like what you want, it's cool to save $20 or $30. Like how people treat themselves is, is interesting. I like you that. Just, I, you I know, like you you said something one time where I said, you should, you should start like putting these on YouTube or something. And you said, I can't do that because every workout is specific for that person I'm working out. So I can't have somebody come on and just watch this workout and repeat it because it may not be right for that person. And that's my impression was you were saying on some level for you, in your opinion, that was almost unethical <laughs> to say, do no, this I workout when that person may be a bad thing for them. Yes, and a lot of people have hurt themselves right. trying to do something they saw on YouTube. Right. And if that's not posted, I mean, who's responsible for that? Like, you're posting it, hoping people click on it. Right. Well, of course they're going to get on the floor and try to do it because it looks cool. And I want to empower, you know, I, I, was, I was talking to my brother who's also a trainer who I certified, actually. Um, and he does boot camps. And I was like, but my brother's a shark. Like, my brother, what I mean by shark is like, he thinks everybody's adults. He's going to do everything he can to give them everything they need. If it's too many people there and you get 70% or 60%, you're an adult. I see. You have the right to choose his private sessions, which aren't the same price. Right, right. But... Uh, and I, but you've been with me um, 
You've been with me when I was training like Susan and her back was whatever. And I would have a completely different set of things going on with Susan and you two focusing on something completely different. Yeah, he does. Uh, you do. You curate it for each person. I mean, it's amazing to me that you can look at someone's body and know where the strengths lie and the weaknesses lie. I mean, I consider myself to be pretty fit for an older person, but there are some things that just really... You got to stop that older person stuff. <laughs> Middle-aged. You got to stop that. You got to stop right. that. For a young woman. Yes. There are some things that just still are really, really hard for me. It's just, I, I don't know why. It, it just, hey, listen, they're hard... It's not hard for you ladies? Is it hard for you, Sandy? It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. The, you know that most of the times we hang up the phone and either Sandy calls me or I call her and we go, oh, my God, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> like I, the, this past week, I was like, I definitely am not going to be able to walk tomorrow. Like, 100%. 100%. She called me one day and just said, my ass. That's all she said. <laughs> I was like, my ass, too. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so painful. Well, I would say this to your question about being able to look at someone and, and, and see their strengths and weaknesses. That's not true. You ladies are like open for me to see it. Like you don't hide your weaknesses from me. You let me participate in not only going right at them. Like we don't dodge them. When you tell me something's wrong, we go at it. You're just uh that's another part of the rarity things. Like you really do use me as a resource. Like you really are challenging me as a, as a part of as a part of one of the teams that contribute to your wellness. So it's very serious for me to make sure you feel like you you worked hard enough to look in the mirror and see change. Because half of the reason change happens is because you busted your ass. And you know when you're working hard enough for something to happen, and you know when you are not. Yes. So like, you know what? Something that I've learned from working out with you is, you know, when I have pain, like my knee was hurting the other day, and you yeah. said, well, that means you're in the wrong position. You're, you've got too much pressure on the back leg. You need to shift to the front leg. And I don't know, for some reason, those little moments where – you will have me make a slight adjustment and all the pain goes away. I can apply that to other places in my life where I go, this is difficult. Why? What slight adjustment? How am I slightly mm. off here so that I can stop making mm. this so difficult? Right? So for me, this, this journey with, uh, with you, Mikkel, and with uh, Sandy and Kat has made me apply it to everywhere else because it's all connected, right? Yes. So every, all, all this pain, you know, in the beginning, I was having all those breakdowns when I would do sit up. <laughs> I would get in the car and go and really ask myself, what was that about? Really? What was really going on there so that I could figure it out and work through it? So I didn't just try and shut it down. So then you apply that in other places in life when you're not working out or I do. Rare. rare. I don't know if it's rare or if rare. I do. Of my brain. Uh, listen, <laughs> listen. I've been doing this for 25 years. Rare. Rare. Well, thank it's you. It's rare that a, a person has a, an experience that's difficult and goes and takes a moment for themselves and goes, what is this really about? And then attacks it. That's unheard of. What happens is, I mean, look at this. Come on. Look at the country right now. What we do is we have a difficult time 
And we go, it's your fault. We look for blame. We look for, we don't fix nothing. That's why it keeps coming back to you. Right. Because my dad told me once, I, I never forget this, this is a beautiful thing. Uh, I think about this all the time. Um, we were in this championship game of some sort, and I found myself to be a pretty decent athlete. So uh, I'm in the huddle going off on everybody in the huddle because nobody's doing anything. And so we get off the field, defense takes, uh, offense takes the field. My dad says to me, stop looking around for everybody else in the huddle to make a play. The reason you can't find that person is because it's you. Mm. That's it. That's great. You make a play. Yeah, that's great. And I was like, it's funny how quickly, how easy it was for me to be like, bro, you ain't in your gap, bro. You're not big. And the, and the real issue is like, like there are opportunities everywhere. Right. What do you want to do? Right. Well, it's your back. You're the only one that can unpack it, right? You're the only one that can unpack it. That's right. And people, I get it. It's hard to get in the car and blame yourself. So, Kat, how did you start working out with Mikkel? How did you, because you're the, you're the origin person, right? Well, you know, the girl, you know, I always worked out. I, you know, I was a dancer, not a pole dancer, like a That's true. Um, and, you know, I always worked out. I do Pilates. I go to the gym. And the girls, the B squad, my friends would tell me about Mikkel and they would, you know, they would praise him. They would complain about him. And it all I know you. I know you. I know you. <laughs> I know you. Complain, and they would, okay. you know, t- talk about how harsh he can be sometimes. <laughs> I'd be like, you guys are nuts. I would never put up with that. But it all started with a friend of ours, Marsha, who came to Mikkel a long time ago, maybe 20 oh, years wow. ago. She had a really messed up back. She like couldn't even straighten herself up and he fixed her. And then he got, you know, the B squad. And then Marsha decided that she wasn't going to come see Mikkel anymore. So a spot opened up and I was like, oh. okay. So I, I had to go for, you know, the trial. And um, the month was- where he tries to get you to quit. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, it was really, the, you know, and I consider myself to be quite fit, but it was pretty hard, but I just wanted to keep going. And you passed? And, and then I, I, apparently I passed, passed. and um, I didn't get too, too much of an airfall every now and then. And I would go with the B-Squad, and, you know, like I say, they, they struggle a bit more. They're, they're more, like, in their heads a little bit. I mean, I think us, I'm more like when it's hard, I'm like, okay, I can do this, I can do this. Maybe I just need to readjust or just take – a five second break and get my head right and keep going with them. It's like, Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and then they stop listening and it just all falls apart sometimes. And I think it can be quite frustrating for Mikkel, but I think, and, and, and then that's, you know, when it started and, and then, you know, Sandy with her, do you remember Sandy, you were walking around putting your elbow on, Putting her shoulder on the oh wall, and I'm like, I know Mikkel. Oh this God. thing, she would lean on a wall and go like this. Everywhere, <laughs> I just walk around. And I'd be like, What are you doing? <laughs> and then I'm like, I think he can fix you. So 
again, I had to wait for the right time to bring it up. And I just kind of threw it in. He's like, oh, okay. And then. No, actually what I said is, if she's anything like you. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, but then I probably said, yeah, yeah, she's just like uh, and, and, this is- and I mean like hardworking, committed, consistent, those general yeah. necessary. Well, she's even more hardworking and committed because she's the one. That's what you said. Exactly. And I was like, bring, bring her on down. Well, this is what Kat and told me. He, she said that, okay, I'll try to get you in, but do as I said. Okay, <laughs> don't talk said. back. Thank you. Back. And then <laughs> do it and don't complain. And, and then she showed me a picture of you. I was like, oh, he's hot. I'm like, wow, he's good looking. He's a little bit intimidating. And he's like the muscles and all that. I'm like, oh, shit. He's like, do not say anything. You know, just do what he said. And he'll fix you. He'll fix you for sure. And he's hard. It's not going to be fun. And she said, he fixed my knee. And he's going to fix you. Just, just listen to him. And then I did. And you, you fixed me. Thank you, Mikhail. Amen. I, thank you. No, thank you. I mean, uh, did I tell you the same thing, Leanne? Don't talk back. That- <laughs> no, I don't think anybody told me that. I guess they knew being from the South, I wasn't going to talk back much. Not in my room. She had to prove it. No, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't remember. I know Sandy just said I, 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 he's going to let you take my place while I'm in Vietnam, and then we'll see how it goes. But I don't remember anybody telling me not to talk back or to do everything he says or anything like and that. How long, and I, just so it doesn't sound like I do that. Did <laughs> y'all say I do that? How long? Do you, you don't. You don't. I just know better because I see the B squad talking back, and it just doesn't get. I any- would never talk back. I would never do that because Listen. why? I would never do that. Well, That's just not my name. fighting with you for the same thing. Right. So fighting me isn't the answer. It's like, why are you fighting the answers? Like, I'm giving you answers, and you want to choose the wrong answer. Well, I, I'm not going to ever be all right with that. And honestly, seeing Sandy come in with her arm frozen, mm-hmm. and he, she'd been through... So much pain. Sandy was in so much pain. And she, you know, she was going to some very, we're going to need names out of it, very fluent places. Uh, She started telling me about stuff they were doing. And I was like, they don't, they can't help you. Like they're now guessing uh, because, and really, um, I just felt like Sandy would do anything I asked. So that responsibility to make, to try and create something that worked, um, it's all just positive energy and two people in the same space trying to do the same thing. Like anything is possible. It's positive energy and integrity, right? Yeah. Sandy came. And did what she said she would do. And yes. you did what you said you would do. Well, like you just said, 100%. It's intense. And I take the people I see, personal injuries, personally. Right. When you have a personal injury and you're in my life, it's personal. Mm-hmm. To me too. So like, 
I'm going to just do everything in my uh, possibly possible in my mind and in any minds of anybody I know, because I have no problem with reaching out in my little network of people going and giving them the synopsis and having ideas thrown back in. Like, I'll do anything for the people who are doing everything they can to get better. I'll do anything. Well, I know, I think Sandy probably feels the same way. There's nothing better than freedom from pain, right? Yes. Working out three days a week, sweating your mm-hmm. ass off, making it happen is so worth it to have no pain. Say that again. That's- making it happen. This, this is a lost art. What we have now become professionals at is why, why it can't happen. Well, that can't happen. That can't happen. I don't have time to do that. You ladies, make it happen. Weeks in advance, like, oh, I can't. Can we move this time? Now, what I'll never tell you is when we move times, I have to, I have to move eight or nine people. Yeah, I know. But, yeah. but you ladies have earned that respect. Well, thank you. I don't want to miss the opportunity for us to grow in advance. Not now, not now an opportunity we get, not one. So who came up with the name Drop Squad? I did. Did you, or was it at Lily's birthday party when we were doing our little, uh, oh, yes, the dance workout? I can't remember. That's why I asked the question. I think I came up with it, and I'm going to tell you why. This was my process of thinking. It was like the third day in a row, you was dropping weight. It's like everybody oh, in the yeah, group that's right. was yeah, dropping yeah. weight. And I'm like, I've never had three women on this journey who showed up and was like, I'm down three, I'm down two, I'm down one. I'm like, like drop squat. And that, from that point on, yeah. took that. I think you're right. And then put it on you. Like, yeah. I never caught it. I think you're squat. right. I said, it's like the fucking drop squat. And then she said, from that point on, it was like, it just became you guys' name. And I was like, oh, okay. Like well, it. it's because shortly after that, Sandy had a dance party. And oh. there was a dance-off. And oh, we were on a team. The three of us were on a team. And we named our team Drop Squad. And we had to uh, it, right? Uh, we were on the floor. We were doing push-ups, sit-ups. We were working out. It was a pretty fun <laughs> Drop Squad. That's so, that's I think that solidified your naming was we solidified it at Lily's birthday. Yeah, I just threw it out as a name as as a a title for an experience. Y'all grabbed it and threw it on your backs. And and I am happy to say that, like, I've yet to be, I don't know how long, because I really don't keep track of time um, in that way. We've been together, but you, it's just been like, it doesn't matter how hard my day is or how long it is. It's a breath of fresh air Aww. when we lock it and lock it home. It's, it's, no, it's really, and you see how temperamental I am. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like really quiet and nice. And sometimes I'm just like on one. And when I'm on one, it's just, just roll. Like y'all just roll with it. Some of my other people want to challenge me when I'm on one. I'm like, you can't tell them I'm on one right now. I'm on one. And this is when you want to talk to me. It's always... <laughs> Do you want to explain what that's like, Sandy, when he's on one? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have to be honest. (laughs) But sometimes after a session, we're like the drop dead squad. (laughs) 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 Shit. Right? I mean, (laughs) mean, we can talk and it's very easy. It feels like we're like dropping weight and, you know, looking good and feeling great. But it's hard work. 
Yeah, it's hard work. It's hard work and it's commitment. It's being really committed to uh, not just working out, but to drinking four of these a day. Yeah. And to, to doing the other stuff you're supposed to do to stay active on the other days and making a hell of a choices at the dinner table. Eating. You yeah. act like they cannot, cannot control what they put in their mouths. I'm not asking you to be uh, uh, manic about it, but I am asking you to be conscious. And right. to your credit, you see how food affects your gains. Yes. You don't even have to talk about it. Like, Y'all get right at it. As soon as you had, I've had cats that sell. Yes, I had my celebration over the weekend. I got to get at it. I right. mean, I don't have to. No, I would it. come on a Sunday morning and he would look at me and go, you went to dinner last night. And I did. Yeah. You know, I'd been yeah. to like some fancy restaurant. We got there late and I ate everything. So <laughs> bread, stuff I normally, you know, I only eat once in a blue moon. And you could tell. Right. I'm like, Ugh. Well, I'm going to let you guys into something because you know I'm an artist. Yes, you are. It took me, I almost quit the training because I felt like it was going to interfere mm. with my journey as, as an artist. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm very spiritual. I was coming back from church and I remember God, I was driving. God pulled me over on the side of the road and I pulled over. And he said very clearly to me, he said, I've given you a gift. Um, you've worked very hard to put yourself in a position to help. And if you do not continue to help, then I won't help you on this end. Mm. Wow. Well, thank you, yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> that benefits me. No, I was going to say, I was going to say, you have a gift at this. This is not, you're not a normal trainer. You're thank really, you. really gifted and intuitive and really smart, and you're highly trained. You have how many certificates? Nine. It's insane. And But you are really gifted, and you we never do the same workout twice. No. I can't believe you can see how subtly out of alignment one of us is in an exercise and call us out on it. I mean, I kept thinking, this patterned uh, wallpaper is going to throw him off. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, you see everything. So... Well, you That's all, interesting that you had that because I've always wondered about that because I know you are uh, an artist and that is your uh, focus and a big drive for you. And I've always wondered if what you felt about that. Well, I'm focused on, I love it all. Yeah, That's, both. The, the beauty of it is God revealed to me like art isn't at all. Like the beauty right. of, of creating for you guys is that's like creating a character. It's like creating a story. Right. It starts in the morning with this. And then we move and we, we give and take and we, we're like water with it. So I got four or five things in front of me we could do. I write up five or six routines and let your bodies tell me, I don't know where we're going to be. Maybe you're tired. Maybe you're on your feet all day. And now we got to go to the floor. Like, I, I just don't want to stop. I just want to be part of something beautiful. And that's why I can see it. Like, you're all little beautiful pieces of art that I get to be part of creating. So when I see that art, that piece, not looking quite like I last saw it, I can tell. Right. Or when I see that piece look better than I last saw it, I can tell. Because, I, because it matters to me. It matters to me a pound here, two pounds there. All that matters to me. 
it matters to me because it's not where it's either where we're going and I'm super excited about it or it's not part of what we are trying to do. And I don't want you to think I'm okay with it. Right. So like, that's well, why you think I have a lot of clients. I don't have a lot of clients. I don't have any clients. All, all the people I, I spend my time with are part of my circle. You know what I mean? And, um, I don't need, a lot of people have like 60 clients in high rotation. I have 14 to 15 clients who've been with me eight years, 15 years, 14 years, some 13. And, and that allows me to, to, to do other, to, to feed both my crafts. And cause there's a lot of study that's always involved in this as well. I'm like, sure. I can never stop studying either. Like I'm never without papers or, access to information because I don't ever want you girls to see something on a computer, some idiot doing something on Twitter and then be like, ah, like some of my other clients. Do. Can you look, I want to show you something. I'm like, Oh, shit. <laughs> somebody stand on their head. You know, it's like, you don't have to do all that to get shoulders. All I'm saying is you don't have to do all that. To get shoulders. If you want to do it, we'll figure our way to it. But you don't have to do that. I don't need to do that. I'll pass on that in tuck jumps. I don't need to do tuck jumps ever again. I oh, hate tuck jumps. I'm joking. Um, but um, Sandy Cat, what is the hardest th- part about Drop Squad? What's the hardest thing? Hmm. Well, it's all right. I want to take it on. The hardest thing is when my body really hurts, like it did today, and I go back in the next morning. And I have to pick up those heavy weights again. I mean, I couldn't even scratch my back. I can't. I had an itchy back. I had to get my assistant to scratch it because I couldn't move my arms. And, and just to be clear, heavy weights she's talking about is seven pounds. I don't know, right? I just want to be clear. I want everybody to be clear. It's not like I got her down there with 900 pounds on her back. <laughs> I'm sorry, but seven pound dumbbells is a lot for me. I mean, yeah, it's a lot for everyone. We just graduated to sevens. We just I, graduated. I, yeah. You know, this morning I got back into it and it was like, pick up the seven pound weights. And I'm like, my arms are on fire. <laughs> fire. I'm like, what? But I didn't say anything. And it just was really difficult. And I was just doing this, like, why am I doing this? This right. is just painful. But I, you know, I just adjusted my brain. Like I said, it's like, okay, just give it two seconds and then get back into it. Right. My arms still hurt. Oh, I'm so <laughs> sore right now. I mean, everything is sore. <laughs> my butt, my arms, my chest, everything. I know. Something happened like three weeks ago. Something shifted, I feel like, and everything got much more intense. Uh, like it got really intense. Like uh, I'd come home to Bert and I'd go, I just did a full hour of ass. Like that's all we did. One full hour of ass. Next day, I just did a full hour of shoulder. Like all we did was shoulder. And I kept going, is he kidding me? I'm never going to be able to do all this. And then I do it. And then I go, I can't even believe I did all that. But, but you have up the ante, Mikkel. No question about it. Yes, like three it weeks ago. Because during the winter, it's when people want to calm down, mm. put on 10 pounds of unnecessary weight. <laughs> and then come summer, they're in a panic and we're drinking cayenne pepper and water 
for eight days. So, so my game plan is like strike the shit up so just a little, so they're thinking about that damn food right. before they see me. Right. So by the time we get out of winter, we already gonna be fine. And then when I put the summer spack on you, you're gonna you're gonna be what's to look at at the pool. Like people know so much crafting. There's so much crafting involved, right? That's yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have thought of that. Sandy, yeah. what's the hardest thing for you in Drop Squad? Well, I think the hardest part is when uh, when you don't work out for more than two days and the anticipation of getting back into it, that first day getting back into it is so fucking hard. <laughs> I mean, we went, um, I think there was one time there, I, we didn't work out for five days. It was traveling or six days. And then I we went back at it and it was so hard. And I can feel like every minute was feels like an hour. I mean, that whole hour feels like a whole eight hours, a whole day. I thought I was like, I'm not going to make it through. I'm not going to make it through. But I'm just like, my whole body's heavy. So, you know, Cad did tell me this. He's like, you know, you have to, even if you have not seen Mikel, just do some sort of workout, something to keep your body moving. Mm-hmm. And sure, she's right. And mm-hmm. I just keep it. And that was the best advice. Because if I don't do it more than two days, even like walking or anything, but getting back to it, that is so hard. It's yeah. just starting that, you know, that to me was like the hardest part. And of course, Mikhail yelling at me all the time. Sandy, <laughs> <laughs> Sandy, Sandy, watching me like a hawk. Like, Sandy, yeah, your knee, your knee, your knee, your knee. Ass back, ass back. Opposite arm. Is that your opposite arm? Opposite arm, opposite arm. Yeah. Yo, opposite arm. You know what I most love about that? I make you guys continue to work <laughs> while I'm adjusting her, and I do not add it to the number of reps at all. So we get an adjustment space. You just work till she's caught up, and then I add. And you girls, to your credit, I know you're saying to yourself, well, how many are we doing? <laughs> I do, I while do. I'm like doing that. it, but to your credit, you'll quit. You just keep going, looking at me side-eyed. I don't see you. I'm trying to get uh, Sandy locked in. Sometimes I do quit. Sometimes I go, I have done at least 50, and I am stopping. I'm just going to I say, country, I have to stop. Get, your, get your butt back up, country. Get your butt back up. The hardest part for me. And Mikel is always counting for me. I know. So. I always, I'm always counting, and I'll think, he doesn't know where I am. And you'll say, eight. And I go, I was at eight. <laughs> counting? He was talking to Bryce the whole time. How do you know I was like? I know it's kind of amazing. I was like, you must have some kind of inner clock in your inner counter after all these years. The hardest part for me is the way I talk to myself when I'm working out. I don't enjoy that all the time. I'm always like, um, this is ridiculous. There's no way you're going to finish this. There's no way you're going to get this done. You can't possibly do that. There is, this is impossible. I don't ever say it out loud because Mm -hmm. I don't want to give it that much, but I'm trying to make it stop, you know, just shut up and enjoy and know that everything's good. But I, man, the whole time we're working out, I'm the whole time going, there's no way you're going to make it through. You're just not going to make it through. You, you might, you maybe can do five. Go for it. Let's see how many. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. How many times have you girls heard me ever say, 
You can't do something. You're not going to make it through it. No, uh, you've never said that. Obviously, that. that's not here's you. What I, here's <laughs> what I'm going to say. See that voice in country's head? That was a bad coach. That's what they do. Because we get in your psychology. You can't. You're weak, and we're in your ear. What you say inside somebody's ear when they're grasping for help redefines. She's, you've just rewired yourself to even take negativity and make it positive. So when a lot of people are like, um, you can get more with honey than you can get with vinegar, I'm like, no, you're a vinegar girl. I found that out early. You need plenty of vinegar. No honey for you, honey. But then there are those people who honey works with. But you learn real quick about old coaches. Mm. And there's a, there's, a, there's a person in you that's forever trying to prove, that's forever trying to, you know, win, compete. And, and I, you know, that just, that drive, it drives you. That voice is challenging you. Mm. Some people submit to it and quit. You use it as a challenge. It's like, I'll show you. Like your physical action is saying, I can do it all. I don't know what you'll be saying in your ear, but your physical body is saying, give it to me. What's next? Okay, I like that perspective. So the really? next time I start talking to myself that way, I'm going to have that perspective. No, don't change nothing. That Why? is nothing. No, it's, I'll say, uh, bring it on. Talk more trash, ladies. Talk to yourself. <laughs> Tell yourself you're going to fall apart. Tell yourself all that. It's working. I don't change nothing. It works. If it works, I ain't changing. Um, what is the most important thing for you about Drop Squad, ladies? What's the most important thing? My ass. <laughs> I work it. Um, the most important thing for me is you know participating in it because if I don't participate in my own well-being mm. then I don't you know reap any even if it's shitty I hurt or some days you know it's not that hard because we get a bit of an off day it's just when well, <laughs> you know, some days. Not it's, lately. <laughs> not lately, no. But there were some times like six months ago we'd be like it wasn't that bad. But it's just the fact that I get up at 5 a.m. so I can walk that barking asshole over there. <laughs> and, you know, and then I prepare for it and I never want to do it. I mean, I, 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 I get ready, I, I, you know, make my place ready because we're doing it on Zoom. And it's the last thing I want to do. Interesting. But I do it. And I know I'll feel terrible if I don't make the effort. Right. So that's what it is for me. What about you, Sandy? The most what important? My ass. <laughs> that's it. Do you not hear her the first time? She can stop. She's the ass woman. <laughs> Sandy, you don't care. I don't know about it. Oh, no. We're good. Mm-hmm. No, it's the way I feel. Like really, I mean, pain free and I mean, I like the way I look too. Don't, don't, you know, don't get me wrong. You look amazing. I do. You do. And um, I, I don't think I ever felt this great and, and look this good ever. I don't think. I mean, maybe when I was like 18, but I was not toned or anything like that. I was just, but I feel great. I, you know, I'm more confident and I just like, I could just do anything. I can lift this box or and without feeling like, oh man, I might hurt myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that is probably the most important thing is the way I feel. 
it, it is good for the confidence, I think. Yeah. It really is. What about you, Leanne? I think it's kind of the same. You know, like I was saying uh, just to Kat before you guys joined, I, I was really um, upset before I started working out with Mikkel at how my strength had changed. I was a really strong, physically strong person when I was younger. And before I started working out with Mikkel, because of my back problem, I think I was I was working out, but I was hurting my back every day when I was working out. So I wasn't wasn't very effective. But I was like having trouble standing up when I'd put clothes in the dryer. I'd have to like help myself up. And then we took our kids to the lake in Alabama. And we have this big rope swing and uh, my kids were going off the rope swing and I went up to the top and grabbed on the rope swing. And I thought, I don't think I can actually physically hold my body up and not and make it into the lake. Like I'm going to not be able to hold myself on the rope swing and drop and hit the ground. So I'm not going to do it. And that was so upsetting. So for me, I would go on a rope swing. No problem. I have no problem getting up from the dryer. I'm super, I feel really physically very strong. Um, And that is that transformation from the way I felt about myself when I was feeling that way. That rope swing thing really screwed me up because, you know, I've been growing off a rope swing since I was freaking knee high to a grasshopper. And then all of a sudden I was like, "There, this is actually dangerous for me. And I'm only 48. And that's really sad that that's where I am. And I was working out. I was doing a really well-known workout program that I worked out five days a week. And um, it's a really well-known program. And I thought, well, I'm working out. Why am I not strong? Um, So I think that part of it has been really big for me, how I feel about my physical body has affected how I feel about myself um, in general. But yeah, I, I've picked things up now where I go, I can't believe I picked that up. Or like you said, I fell out of that tree and I caught myself falling out of the tree and got myself back in the tree. I wouldn't have been able to do that before working out with Mikhail. No way. But the difference is, as Mikhail would say, is you're working out, not training. He's That's training us. Right, right. Go ahead and speak on it, girl. You're going to be my assistant now. <laughs> See? See? I got a question. You both have ladies. You both have young ladies that you're grooming. Mm-hmm. How has your your new physical state affected them? Good question. Um, My girls are actually working out more now that they see me working out. And um, yes, and Kylie gets on the treadmill every day for 20 minutes. And Lily has always been active. And then she's like, yes. And they're trying to keep up with me. And I think I'm actually more in shape than they are, <laughs> or at least for Kylie. No, it's actually been, they see that. And I think it sets a good example for them. I think it sets a good example. I'm not sure it had the same effect on mine. I would have liked <laughs> I mean, Georgia came to how many drop squads and I cannot drag her back because I am in better shape than she is. Yes. And she will not compete. She and not that I'm competing, but she will not be in that space with me. It's it makes it makes her very upset. I mean, she cried after the last drop squad. And I knew exactly what it was about. It was it was about mom doing more than she could. And of course it was her first or second time. Like the logic of it goes, well, of course, you just you've 
of course, I've been doing this for, you know, six or eight months. And now you've jumped in like a trooper and I've not gotten her to really work out much since then. And then Isla, Isla has never been that way. She's one of, she's like, I was growing up. If there was a water ski or a snow ski or some kind of like balance oriented speed uh, thing, but I didn't play a sport. I didn't, I didn't do that. I water skied and snow skied. And, and if we lived at a mountain, that girl would be on the mountain every day, but she's not going to go do sit-ups. I, it, she, I don't know. They've noticed that my body's different, but that part of it, I don't think I've affected them positively at this point. Now, as an adult, it may change how they are as an adult. Facts. That's going to change. Uh, my son, it's uh, been around me his whole life, Jim, his whole life. And he did not want to work. Uh, he worked out with me once or twice. It was hard. Um, he just accepted I was going to be on another level. And he just wasn't ever going to reach that level. And I thought for the longest amount of time that that was working against me. And then he told me the other day, you know what, Dad? All my friends have always thought you were the coolest dad ever. Because, you know, you, you show up, you got these muscles hanging everywhere, strong, <laughs> you look young. It's like, yeah. Um, I used to tell him, I said, you just don't know how hard he works. And he got a girlfriend, and now it's like every day he wants to get it in the gym. And, and he said to me the other day, I should have picked this up a long time ago. I just wasn't ready. But this whole time, I thought he looked at it like, you know, uh, like it's just something he was never going to do. And the truth is, like, they see, and they, it impacts them because it, this is a visual world. Right. People, people see the work, and they can't help but be like, uh, they can't help but appreciate it. Right. I, I, I know you have a great bit of listeners and um normally when i listen to somebody's trainer or i hear a trainer's going to be on or i hear drop squad's going to be on they're hoping to get some sort of like in the middle of like uh, uh, getting to know kind of us they 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 may be hoping to get some like health and nutritional hint um something they would have to pay for if they sought counsel from somebody of my uh, expertise. So like if, if there is anything you think your audience may be interested in knowing from me just as a trainer that might just generally help all of them, um, please, please ask me. Oh, that's really nice. So if someone does, okay, I'll ask a question. I think people might want to know. If someone doesn't have access to a trainer, what should they be doing to stay fit? Like there's there's some people who can't financially afford a trainer. Right. So here's so what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. Wall and floor. Wall and floor. If you use the wall and the floor, it's hard to hurt yourself. Mm. If you use the wall, you do wall squats. You do, you know, you do... You do, you do a squat with your butt. You step away from the wall. Use the wall as a guide so that you know you're sitting back and not into your knees. 
if you turn around and do push-ups against the wall, it's hard to it's hard to drop into your back or overextend your shoulder. Then not where you put your hands because the wall doesn't give you that space to hurt. It lines you, lines you up the floor to do push-ups. To do when people do crunches, this is something that's done wrong by a lot of people. Somehow we've got it in our head that a sit-up is a crunch, which is where you sit your body all the way up, or a crunch is when you grab your neck and pull it off the floor. So here is the secret. It's neither one of those things. A crunch takes place between your rib cage and your pelvis. So stop thinking about crunches pulling on your neck. Think about crunches getting your shoulders off the floor. It should start from your shoulder. Your shoulders happen to take your neck with it. But the crunch takes place from the C formation that takes place when you crunch the torso over, being led from the brain of the shoulders, not your head. Right. If your head's back, it's eight pounds pulling against the seat. So, of course, your chin should be tucked. But you're not really using your neck at all. Right. So don't even get up off the floor with your neck. Get up off the floor with your shoulders. Mm. And that will keep the neck out of it. If your shoulder blades cannot get up off the floor because your abdominals are not strong enough, go to the wall. Put your feet up against it. Mm. Now your feet are against the wall. Now try and throw yourself up to your legs. Like bring your hands behind your head as hard as you can and throw yourself and try to touch the wall. Here's the beauty of it. You'll never get a neck ache because you're not grabbing your head. Right. If you get to your legs with your hands, it's probably going to be about four inches between your chest and your thighs. Now you have a crunch. And you have a crunch about neck pain. You have a crunch where your spine's lined up properly. And you have a crunch in that perfect 90-degree angle, so now your abs are engaged. That's something. So get away from these in-air abdominals everybody's doing, in sleeves and all this. You're not ready for that. Like You have to really understand core discipline and start doing gymnastics. Mm. So the wall and the floor. Yes. Now I want to share something with your listeners. Why I respect fit people. Because fit people with a physique is much more than how good they look. A a well-built physique is a status symbol that reflects your hard work. Money can't buy it, nor can you inherit it. You can't steal it, nor can you borrow it. You can't hold on to it without being without without you being consistent. It shows dedication. It shows discipline. It shows self-respect. It shows dignity. It shows patience. It shows work ethic and passion. Being fit is more than a look. Mm-hmm. In order to be it, anyone who sees you knows you had to go out and get it on your own. Right. With hard work. Right. And if you don't think that's respect, even when they're like, oh, he has to be doing something illegal. Mm. They've taken time out of their lives because instead of complimenting you and being like, wow, look at what you've done, which you ladies do in space. Like, it's never seen it like that. You're just good people because you don't mind empowering somebody else with the truth of their hard work. Most people, because they're perpetuating who they are, don't even want to believe that that's hard work is the way you got it. So then if they discredit it, they can have it too by doing nothing but discrediting you. 
right. truth of it is, they know deep down inside that you've caught their eye because of the work. Right. I never had to have a car. I used to lift my garage lid up right off Devonshire. I used to train myself from four to six where the traffic jams would stop and all the cars would line up and they would literally be in my gym trying to see what I was doing. <laughs> then they pull over, hur, 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 late for whatever. I'm just running the work up. Just said, you know, I passed you up nine weeks in a row and I decided today I'm talking to him. And I thought to myself, it, it did. When you're doing the right thing, it draws attention. That's true. Well, what I like about what you read is that is the formula for sticking to any kind of regimen, right? Any kind of workout, everything you just said as dedication, hard work, persistence, um, all those things you just listed. That's what it takes with a trainer or without. I mean, if you can't afford a trainer and you use the wall and the floor, you still have to show up with those things with hard you know, work. If I couldn't afford a trainer and I really wanted to go to the next level, I go work for one. Great idea. Because you couldn't possibly, like a mechanic, you can't look at a mechanic. You get his tools and all that. You got to get in the dirt and see right. where. I just go knock on one of those. One, can I intern with you one hour? I guarantee you, you won't say no. I don't know a trainer in the world that would be like, free help. Right. Now you're getting all the routines because right. he's doing them in front of your face. Right. That you makes sense. What he's doing. How you doing? But people don't want to invest like that. They want you to tell them. Right. They don't want to take an hour. I had a guy who graduated from Purdue, very good friend of mine. He moved here, couldn't keep clientele. He heard about me. Um, I said, I don't want to meet him to my client. So my one of the people, he one of the people in my circle. So he he used that and was like, I need you to talk to the guy. So the guy comes, beautifully, beautiful, blessed spirit. He tells me his issue. And I said, you don't want to follow me because I'm different. Like, it may not work for you, what I do. And he's like, well, you know, can I watch you? And I was like, sure. He watched me one day. He said, they just let you say anything to them. I said, we're, we're trying to get somewhere. I got no time for niceties. We're trying to get somewhere. Three months later, he said, can I move in with you? Wow. I'll sleep on your floor. No clients. He, had, he quit his job for a year and a half. He just followed me around. Wow. Yeah. And this is before the phone. He was using beta camera and shit. And take notes. But to this day, he's in the high rise. In, Cali uh, in California, downtown, mm -hmm. uh, overlooking the city glass balcony, training sheiks, like never had the problem since. But he invested a year and a half. Wow. And what he said at the end, he said, I see, I didn't have enough information. Right. Like you go get these degrees and they get you ready to get in the world, but you got to compete against people who have been doing this for 20, 30 years. Right, right. Notifications out their ass and you got one. Right. You know what I mean? He didn't understand that the client really, people who hire you, who went out their way to pay you, they're serious. Right. They're going to say they're not. They're going to try to tell you to take it easy, but they don't really want you to. They want to wake up six months after you put your hands on them and not recognize themselves. If you right. can't be part of that, right? because then they need to know who the fault is. Right. I'm not never going to be at fault if we don't get where we're going because I'm going to have been to cuss you out. 
I'm gonna have been that made you cry, you know, made me cry. We both cried. Quick, came back, quick, came back. We're gonna have doing all that. And then I'm gonna be like, well, I don't know what else I can do, basically, other than that. You right. still don't really wanna do nothing. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. But exhausted all. Exhausted all. Yeah. And he 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 didn't realize he was trying to be nice. Right. And they weren't, but but he wasn't, but but he but they weren't changing. Right, right. Which yeah, is they, the point, right? That's the point. You have to be changing. And what the, what's the little quote? If you're not a little afraid of your trainer, here's something for your people. Listen to me, everybody. If you're not a little bit afraid, every time you click on Zoom or you, in his private establishment, a little bit afraid, fire him. Yeah, we're, we're a little bit afraid. We're a little bit afraid. <laughs> very hard. I mean, I heard you talk about how I kid. They probably think they're like, he's abusing the body. He just kills them all the time. Um, no. Yes. Cat well, has to jump off. If you I have could, to go, Cat. I'm, I'm sorry, but it was so Thanks. great to see you guys. You, and um, I'll see you on Tuesday for the B-Squad because I have a big shoot. <laughs> yeah, you will. All right. Thank see you later. Too. Thanks, Leanne. Bye, Thanks, Thank you. Bye. Well, I, have, I have one more question for my listeners and then I have to jump off too. Um, so if there's one, what do you think is the most important nutritional thing someone can do to change their body? When you wake up in the morning, have a warm glass of lemon water, 20 ounces of water with two fresh lemons squeezed in it <clears throat> because it's one is an astringent. Second will help rinse out your organs, kind of cleanse you. And it's the first thing you put in your body after you've kind of fasted. Everybody talks about intermittent fasting. You're fasting every time you go to sleep. Right. You've been intermittent fasting your whole life. The only thing you haven't been doing is putting the proper food in your body after you fasted. You were like, I'm starving. Get the hand pancakes and sausage out. That's why it's never really worked out for you. But it's not new to fast. If you slept eight hours, you only needed two more where you didn't eat. Well, let's talk about it. You slept eight. You got up, brushed your teeth. You, you got your children ready for school. You ain't your hand up. Well, there you're 10 hours. You still haven't eaten. There go your fasting. Right. Like, so, so, so what I like to do is introduce my body to two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar and 20 ounces of warm lemon water to start the day. Just flush. It takes all the little cravings and all that. So now I'm not sitting around breakfast going, I don't want oatmeal. Uh, I mean, I can't handle the weight of two pancakes and like, right. It's just waiting. You know what I mean? Right. So like that rinsing it out, cleaning rinsing your, feeling cleanse, letting your body, letting that vinegar, letting that lemon water kind of work through you. Would that make you poop? You, what? Would that make you poop? No, it's not. I mean, like I poop it. every morning anyway, so, but. Yeah, good. Cause I'm you should be hot. You get them good greens in. Just get them high yeah. super greens in. You're going to poop. High fiber, oatmeal will have you poop, and super greens. You you be pooping. It's like not an issue. No, it, no, the vinegar would that upset your stomach and let make you want to like Listen, they got flush it, now it out. Where you can get it. They got it now where you can do it in gummies. You can do it in they what? Got it now where they got the apple cider vinegar and gummies. Oh, in gummies. Oh, They're eating gummy bears. Me, I like harsh. <laughs> I like the harshness. I've noticed that about you. <laughs> you do like harsh. <laughs> because I'm on old school. I like to feel like it's working. You know, if it ain't nasty, it ain't, something ain't working. Right. If it tastes too good. It can be, can be healthy. Like, I kind of like that. I do want to say one thing before you have to disappear. And this is important. 
I want people to think about their bodies like this. If you had a raw stick of iron and you wanted to bend it into another strip, another shape, you stick it in the fire for how long? Till it gets hot. How do you know when it's hot? Because it's red. If you pull that thing out when it's red, you won't bend it. No. You, it turns red. Then what color does it turn? Blue. Then mm. you pull it out. That's past the fire. Right. It's red fire. Now you have blue. Then you pull out. Then what do you have to do to make it reshape itself? Bend it. You How do you bend it? Force it with something, right? What if it, I mean, I've seen a blacksmith. You've seen them too. Yep. Sometimes they can't hand bend it. What do they get? A tool. They get a mallet and they bang at it. Bang, bang. So now you stuck it in the fire till it was blue. Right. Brought it out the fire and had to bang on it. Yep. Bang, bang. Then you get it to bend into the shape you want. Right. Then you stick it in the cool water mm-hmm. and the shape holds. That's what it takes to really start to see physical change in your body. That's why I'm hard. It's like, we got to get in the fire and then I got to take you to the blue light. Mm-hmm. And then when we get to the blue light, I got to bang on it. Right. So that when we cool down, reshaping me is happening. That is a great analogy. That is a great analogy. So, yeah, I'm hard. As F. My your ass was blue stubborn. several times this week. How about you, Zane? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's still blue. And it got pounded like this. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's still blue. I know. Yes. And I love, I mean, I see how you ladies are looking. I know your husbands have to be quite pleased. They're not complaining. I mean, I'm not hearing any, any, any phone calls in the middle of the night from husbands, so they got to be happy. No complaints um, from mine. So I'm, I'm, I'm really I really like the way that it has turned you ladies over into this kind of, uh, you're both, all three of you, super strong Uh women, super confident women, you know, us, very, very real women. You have vulnerabilities and sensibilities and you, 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 you face those things head on. You'll cry in front of me. You'll cuss in front of me. You'll spit in front of me. Like you just, you're alive. Hmm. And, um, I know that's got to be infectious to the people listening to you because it's infectious to me. There are mornings I wake up, I'm tired. I was up all night and then I studied and I had like two hours of sleep and I put this thing on and you're like standing there in front of that rosy ass wall and (laughs) Sandy's got her blue man out walking back and forth. I'm like, these ladies is ready to go to work. Like, you wake up, bro, because these ladies are ready. And then you say, what are we doing? And I'm like, well, here we go. And that, that is infecting, this is you affecting me and getting me out of my shit. So like, uh, it's, a, it's really um, a pleasure to be on this journey with you guys. I look forward to our time together and watching you change and fight and scrap. I mean, I hope your listeners really get that I call you country because I'm in the country, that's where it's hard. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta be tough. You ain't no city girl. You 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 want to shit the hard way. Like whatever. Never had you heard you make an excuse for anything. Like emotionally, physically, spiritually, you're just trying to grow. Mm-hmm. And 
You're not afraid of what that means as looking at yourself and what you've been through and, and knowing that that made you and got you where you are and then trying to learn from those lessons. It's like, that's hard. It's really hard to be like that and have girls around you like that. Like Sandy, tough. Sandy's, uh, Sandy's one tough of the amazing people. I mean, Kat, as gorgeous as she is, she's single because she's tough. Yeah. Like, and, you know, pass off the bird because you tough. You're tough. <laughs> I'm dead tough, inside. He smart, says. independent, firecracker. You can't be no man unless with tough, unless you got tough skin messing with you girls. Right. So, like, it's a, I have a daughter. And I, I love that she peeks around the corner and watches y'all get down like that. And it's like, she knows what it is. Well, thank you. That's very nice of you to say. This I feel very lucky to have um, this group, and I love what we've been doing together for uh, for me uh, a little over a year. And I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. Uh, so you say you say it's drop squad for life. Drop squad for life, life, baby. That's what you say. That's what you say. Don't go change that now, because folks listen. It's just no, for no, life. no, it's for life. There's no change. I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. I also don't plan on dying anytime soon. So it is. <laughs> <laughs> but no, thank, you, thank you, Mikkel, for sharing no, all you. that. Thank you, Sandy, for coming on and talking to me. Mikkel, maybe we can do it another time and just talk about working out. Hey, listen, uh, you, get, you get some questions in from your folks because I want. I'll do that. I want to help. Um, and if I can answer them 100%. Bring it's, it on. You know, I'll like I like to say, you can, you can check my shit, Google it. When I give you an answer to a question, Google it. Right, like, right. You know, you, you, this isn't like one of those dark, on the dark web type things where like I done made up some shit and if you do too much searching, you'll realize I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> if I give you something, you, you ain't got to do no more looking. Like, yeah, well. take that right there, use that right there. Well, you and I'll do one, just the two of us, and just talk about working out. And I'll have anybody who has questions can email me at wifeotp.com and ask questions for Mikkel. And we'll, we'll do another, if you want, we'll do another episode answering those questions. That'd be hey, fun. yo, I, I'll tell you what I want y'all to do. Ask, ask, ask Country to take about a 10-minute snippet of them getting at it. You're going to see. Oh, you can see. do that. You should we do it. It's a show because I want them to know you be getting at it. Like, y'all some dogs. It is. No joke about it. I'm a bad boy. I got elite athletes. I know what dogs are. <laughs> girls, dogs. Great <laughs> dogs. They cute dogs. They, they act like they dogs. Trust me. I, I'm a They're refugee dog. Great. I'm a, I'm a, a, <laughs> I'm so I'm a G dog. Hey, Sandy, you're not a normal dog. Or are you a normal dog? I forgot. Are you normal dog? G dog. A refugee dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love you guys very much, and I thank you for your friendship and for what we do together, and I look forward to every Drop Squad, uh, not only because I know I'm changing my body, but because I get to spend time with you guys. Drop Um, Squad for life, baby. Drop Squad for life. (laughs) See you Monday. (laughs) See you Monday. Bye. You know I'm going to be right here. Uh (laughs) Aha. I think that we should.